Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Welcome, I am Emma Davis, and look at our stories. Some oil marketing companies have started increasing prices of petroleum products at the pumps from today. Market leader Guel is selling a liter of diesel at 13 CDs 49 pesos, while petrol is going for 12 CDs 69 pesos. This represents some marginal increase from the prices quoted by Guel some four weeks ago. Joy Business understands that other marketing companies are in the process of adjusting prices at the pumps in the coming hours. The increase can be linked to recent challenges with the city and rising prices of crude oil on the international market. Meanwhile, the National Petroleum Authority says it expects more oil marketing firms to adjust fuel prices over the weekend. Head of Economic Regulation at NPA, Abbas Tasunti, has been speaking to Joy Business. Without an increment or reduction happening in line with what happens on the international market and also um, the exchange rate. So the price increments you are seeing is something that affects all oil marketing companies. So starting from yesterday, which was the first day of the window, um, the new uh, prices started to take effect. So we have realized that some oil marketing companies have already started uh, increasing their prices. From our projection, the prices are going to affect every OMZ, and therefore we expect that from their own point of view, they will make uh, different price adjustments as in line with the price regulation policy. So it's all oil marketing companies that are expected to revise their prices. The operation of local refineries is a plus. First of all, from the point of view of um, product uh, availability and availability, security, uh, product supply security is very, very important for us to know that local refineries, when they are operational, it helps us. In terms of price, it's not very direct uh, because even if the product is being refined here, the crude oil is still imported and you need Forex to import the crude oil. So it is not a direct, uh, there's no direct relationship with a local refinery operating and having an impact on um, prices. What we, we rather expect is that that local refinery should operate efficiently because all petroleum products are still benchmarked on international prices. A local refinery here producing the price, they will benchmark it to what the other refineries in the world are, are, um, are, are selling at. So our interest here mainly is to ensure there's, there's a, the sustainability of products coming from the local refinery. But in terms of price, we continue to ensure that even the local refinery is also priced in accordance with the pricing regulations we have. So if there's going to be any um, benefit we have from pricing, that's if the refinery is very efficient. What happens is that the importers will stop importing and they will prefer to buy from the local refinery because it makes sense to import from the local refinery. But that local refinery is not going to sell the product in CDs to the uh, bulk import and distribution and export companies because it also needs the dollars to pay for the crude that it imports. The Liquefied Petroleum Gas Marketers Association of Ghana has welcomed the maiden open competitive tender for LPG imports into the country. 
According to the association, it is of the firm conviction that it will reduce the price of the product, which will in turn boost consumption level. This comes after the National Petroleum Authority revealed the mode of liquefied petroleum gas importation to Ghana by making it go through an open competitive bidding process. Reacting to the development, Vice President of the Association, Gabriel Kumi, maintained when properly executed, it will reduce the cost of LPG. We as an association have consistently call on government and the MPA to ensure that the price of LPG comes down so that the ordinary Ghanaian can use LPG so we can all benefit from the enormous uh, benefit that we have by consuming much more LPG. So this is a welcome news to us. Um, anything that is done by government and that is done by MPA to ensure that the price of LPG comes down is something that, that, that we, we, we really appreciate. Because as, as, as I always say, for the past three years, the, the, the consumption of LPG has been on the decline. So and the, 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 the 99% of the reason attributing, attributed to this decline is the fact that the price of the product has gone so high that the ordinary Ghanaian is not able to afford. So if MPA has made such a move to ensure that um, the price it's, it's, it's a welcome news to, to us, and, mm. and, and, and we are looking forward to that. But what we also want to caution is that um, this MPA should, should, should ensure that this is, this is done well and is done efficiently. Because what this simply means is that uh, over a period of about three months, it's only one BDC which, who, who is going to import product into, into, into the system and distribute, distribute this product to, to other BDCs. For, for, for us as marketers to go and live from them. So any failure on the part of the winner of such a bid can, can create a massive shortage in the system because currently every BDC does, does its own import. So if we are going to do a competitive bidding and have that responsibility on the shoulder of just one BDC, MPA should ensure that these BDCs perform to the mass. Otherwise, um, the country will be in trouble. Should they? F- I don't know what the the plan B MPA has has put in place in mm. case the one who wins the BDC the the, the bidding fails. But um, there is a policy, and and, and uh, we are quite confident that they are putting all the measures in place to ensure that any BDC that wants that wins a bid is able to to to, to really deliver. Meanwhile, Head of Economic Regulation at NP, Abbas Tasunti, has assured that his outfit will ensure this new model is strictly followed to ensure that the average consumer enjoys a reduction in LPG prices. Kali proposed to be done as part of the implementation of the cylinder recirculation model. I think from the very onset, we've mentioned that the cylinder recirculation model, the objective is to increase the consumption of LPG. And we are aware that three of the three key things that we, 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 we noted as part of this implementation is one, access to LPG, availability of the product, and also affordability. Definitely now that we have the cylinder exchange points, access is going to be very easy. Getting access to cylinders is going to be very easy because they are going to be close to consumers. Availability is something that as a regulator, we always ensure that products are available for consumption. Now, affordability has always been a key issue that comes up whenever we discuss issues about LPG. And just like Mr. Kumi said, they've made several proposals for us to ensure that the price of LPG comes down. So from where we sit as a regulator, we monitored how LPG is imported into this country. 
and we noted that for a, a number of the importers import very small quantities. And this is one of the reasons why they pay huge premiums to the suppliers to deliver the product into the country. So this open competitive tender that we've started, in our view, we thought that once we do this, it was going to reduce the price. And uh, from the first tender that we organized on Monday, it has proven that we were right. We engage all the stakeholders, um, that's particularly the importers. And uh, through the engagement, we noted that once we do this, we are going to have this benefit. So we did this. And uh, it's interesting to know that currently, LPG is being important to the country, and the importers are paying between $70 and $100 per metric ton to bring in LPG. That's what they pay to the suppliers. But from the tender that we've just done, because the tender brought, uh, brings about the um, economies of scale and, and efficiency in competition, let me add that, it has reduced the winner uh, want to deliver the products to us at $30 per metric ton, which is a significant reduction in the, in the cost of importing LPG. So we believe that some of these things we are doing is going to help to reduce the cost of LPG to help us in, uh, implement the CRM successfully. Away from petroleum products, some multinational companies have taken steps to reduce their tax obligations to the state by relocating outside the country. The move has been influenced by the multiplicity of taxes and the current business environment. Tax partner at accounting firm PwC Ghana, Abeku Jan Kwansa, who disclosed this, said the development makes a strong case for government to review its tax policies. Question is, how many people who do say retail business, distribution business, make up to 6%? On the value of the thing that they are going to buy to resell, such that if you deny them the VAT claim, you will get Guta, for example, coming up public to tell you that they will defy your tax laws publicly. This is a public record. A simple Google will tell you that this is it. Why do we push people past tax laws that are so much helpful that people will revolt? So, coming back to you and to your point, a lot of multinational that I know of. George, because of how painful the tax regime in Ghana are, are changing their business model. What does that mean? The guy produces in Ghana, you are putting up all these taxes. He says, I'm tired of Ghana. I leave Ghana. But then at the end of the day, sell the things back into Ghana. So, George, at the end of the day, Ghanaians get the product that they want, but we don't get the employment because we force them out of our jurisdiction because of the kind of tax system that we have. So I think we need to really, as a matter of fact, fix the tax system. Let me give you an example, George. We introduced e-levy in this country. Check the numbers. People cried. People pleaded with government. The rate is high. Bring it down. George, e-levy is brought down. I know so many other things could have explained it. We have now raised almost three to four times the amount we raised when it was at 1.5. What does this mean? The people of Ghana say that we want to comply. But give us something that we can bear and we'll comply mm. and still give you the mm. revenue mm. so that we can build the kind mm. of country mm. we'll all be very proud of. Meanwhile, the Chief Executive Officer of the Ghana National Chamber of Commerce and Industry, Mark Bidwabwaje, has bemoaned the rate at which companies are collapsing due to the current business environment. He also spoke on the PM Express Business Edition. How about Survivor? Mm. And how are you, what are you doing to survive so now? You do a lot of things. 
survive. And like. one of the options is what you said. Mm. Yes. That? That is, is like to ensure that people let your staff go who are not immediately needed because are you doing some, that some of the companies are still are still doing it laying off people especially those in the construction sector yeah i keep on saying most of the rules that have been abandoned mm. they were rules that were being done by businesses yeah they were employing the mission the a whole lot of people mm. so when it comes this way and we are not paying and the roads are not going on the obvious reason or the obvious way out is to let the people go home as and when you need them, you bring them. I set an example of one of our members. Just um, about a year ago, he had over 125 uh, people that were working uh, for him. All the work that he was doing, they have all been abandoned, they've all come to a standstill. Now he had only five just to ensure that the machines are protected. And he's not the only one. A lot of them are doing that. Those within the manufacturing sector, some of the production lines are not working. Mm. There's one of our members who is into uh, producing this cocoa yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, product. The whole factory is there. Nobody is there. Mm. So all those who are working there, they are home. He has gone for loan. Look at the interest rate unknown, 35%. Now he is struggling to pay this money. If he is able to do a bit of it and get the money, then the taxes and fees and charges are also coming in. In the end, if you cannot do it, you just shut down. Mark, are you, are you, are you mirroring these concerns to those who matter? Because, because if I'm a, a policy person and I hear some of these things, obviously there has to be a change in the direction of these policy measures. Are you not mirroring these things we have. when you sit in the room or say committee or committee? <laughs> don't you get these concerns to those who matter George, when you sit to talk? I always get worried. It's as if they don't know. We have Are you making them know? Yes, we have. Are you presenting this data to we them? We have communicated this to them day in, day out. In fact, they are friends to some of these businesses. Mm. They are friends. Mm. We meet them and then these concerns are shared. So I wonder why after all these things, after all this information, we come up with policies that are hurting businesses. You're watching Business Live with me, Emma Davis. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. Welcome a look at the rest of our stories. The Bank of Ghana will cut the policy rate by another 100 basis points to 28% at the next Monetary Policy Committee meeting in March this year. That's according to Fitch Solutions. It disclosed this in its latest article dubbed More Interest Rates Cuts on the Way in Ghana Following Cautious Start of Easing Cycle. Here's a report. Ready? The UK-based firm is predicting an 800 basis points decline in the monetary policy rate to 22% in 2024. It pointed out that inflation will remain on a downward trend over the coming months, in part driven by statistical base effects and large impact of monetary tightening. Moreover, a gradual improvement in investor sentiment and a $600 million international monetary fund disbursement will keep the exchange rate stable at roughly 12 CDs to a dollar on the interbank markets throughout quarter one of 2024. 
As such, it alluded that the price pressures stemming from imported goods and services will remain limited over the coming months, supporting ongoing disinflationary trend. The Bank of Ghana cuts its policy rate to 29% on January 29. This, Fitch Solutions said, was in line with its expectation of a monetary easing cycle in January, prompted by a significant slowdown in inflation. A special advisor to the President of Nigeria on ease of doing business and investments, Dr. Jumoke Oduwale says Africa's petrochemical industry will experience a major boom because of the Dangote refinery, which is the largest in Africa. She believes this will help reduce pressure on forex for imports. Speaking at the Africa Prosperity Dialogues, she said industrialization in West Africa, including Ghana, is expected to see a major boost due to the evolution of the petrochemical industry. That the Dangote Industries has taken on, Elijah Dangote has taken on as an individual projects that have defied countries for decades. Now what this means is that transportation cost of refined crude uh, is cut out. And apart from that, we can... We do these transactions in African currencies and cut out that need for dollar to go all the way out. So it's very big news for the continent. We need to patronize African refined crude and refined products because this will be a, a catalytic, frankly, for the, for the industrialization of the continent. So as the largest economy in Africa, Nigeria plays a pivotal role in intra-continental trade and investment. The Nigerian economy has led in areas like agriculture, technology, manufacturing, and this creates jobs. Now, the thing about AFCFTA is that for us to get it right, particularly the big economies need to work together and take it seriously. So Nigeria, Egypt, Morocco, South Africa, Kenya need to make sure that they lead from the front. The countries that have really led in this area, countries like Ghana, have really been very active. Countries like Cameroon, Kenya have been very active on AFCFTA. But for Africa to move forward, the larger economies need to really get their act together and move so that we can carry everybody along and have the multiplier effect. The Ghana Cocoa Board says it has introduced new policies to enable direct access to cocoa beans by artisanal chocolate makers. According to the head of public relations at Cocoa Board, Fifi Boafo, this eliminates the hurdles by middlemen, thereby increasing the benefits within the cocoa value chain domestically. He spoke to Joy Business at the launch of the Ghana Chocolate Week celebration in Accra. It's not about inability to meet the demands of the artisanal chocolate makers. The issue over the years has been with the law as we've had it. The law requires that you buy a certain quantity, and the quantity is about five tons, and the five tons, that is uh, 16 bags multiplied by five, and that's a lot. So for artisanal chocolate maker, someone who is using the cocoa or the chocolate to do a cake or a bread or uh, ice cream or something, they do not require that much. So it's been a challenge, so they will have to rely on companies that are in the business, the chocolatiers. So there's a, a, trade, a trader in between. It adds to cost and then also how they want it. They do not get the niche product they prefer to have. So what we have done now is to set in place an arrangement that gives them the opportunity to have direct access of the beans and then process it the way they want it. 
So there's a new arrangement uh, which is being rolled out very soon, and that will permit, for example, uh, a choc uh, artisanal chocolate maker to buy, say, two bags of cocoa and use it for the purpose. It does not, the person does not require to go through a third party before being able to buy that. All they have to do is to register as artisanal chocolate maker with the cocoa marketing company of Cocoa Board and they will have access to it. As it stands now, you cannot take cocoa from your own farm and use it for the purpose unless you are just consuming it. But it for commercial purposes, you cannot do so because the law bars you from doing that. But we are trying as much as possible to make it easier. We believe that the youth have an opportunity to benefit from the cocoa value chain. What we seek to do with this whole exercise is to expand the businesses that are created out of cocoa so that we do not limit it only to cocoa farming. Because there are those who say, oh, but the people are making a lot of money out of cocoa. We are just making small amount of money. It is just because we are limited to just after the production of the cocoa. It is exported and there are no businesses that are created out of it. Still in the agri sector, as cases of post-harvest losses become increasingly alarming, some local manufacturers are putting measures in place to help reduce the devastating effects of the situation. According to Bloomway Industries, producers of Daredevil Spices, it is dedicated to helping reduce post-harvest losses by acquiring raw materials mainly from the country. Human Resource Manager of the company, Kobna Amo Edu, said this would help reduce the burden on local farmers. Co-manufacturers of Daredevil Spices, Bloomway Industries, says it is committed to providing Ghanaians with good nutritional value under hygienic conditions, hence the use of ultra-modern equipment to aid in production. The company produces about five varieties of spices. According to the Human Resource Manager, Kobina Amo Edu, Acquiring raw materials from local producers is geared towards reducing losses faced by these farmers after harvest. One of our captions is taste the taste. So in as much as we are helping our local farmers and we take our raw materials from out and about, we take from the central region, Volta, sometimes in the northern part of Ghana, etc. We're taking our raw materials from all across Ghana. We are helping promote our local industries, our local farmers, etc., to get real spices in making Daredevil spices. Uh, we are a growing company. Um, the Umbrella Company is what, seven years now? We've been doing what we can, we've been doing the best we can, but we're always wanting more support. Uh, I mean, as much as our machines, some of them are from local industries. I don't know if I'm permitted to mention names, but we also take some from outside. That is where we need some strength, we need some support to help the uh, production chain to also meet its demands and promote the local industries as well. Brand ambassador of Daredevil Spices, Nanama McBrown, called on organizations to purchase their spices in order to meet their nutritional needs. What I'm going to tell Ghanaians is that, of course there are a lot of spices out there, but what I've seen, the process is what I can sell. What I eat is what I can sell. So choosing Daredevil, it is because naturally I, I believe in it. It is not uh, real spices. It is made hygienic way. And it has the natural taste. 
The company, through its new subsidiary Daedal Spices, currently provides employment to over 200 people in the country. Now we are for tonight on Business Live with me, Emma Davis. For more business news, do log on to my Joy Online Desktop. We have some great stories there to keep you updated. High taxes compelling multinationals to relocate, produce and import into Ghana. Tax partner at PwC Ghana. OMC starts increasing fuel prices, diesel going for 13 CDs for tonight. Pesos whilst petrol is selling at 12 CDs, 69 pesos. Do go there and be updated. My name is Emma Davis. I leave you with international business.